Welcome back, everyone, to the What Are You Doing Again podcast. This is Roger Romero. And Jamie Ernest. And today we're going to talk about selling out and just what it means, what it means to you, what it means to me. You know, we are a happy family. (laughs) Who's some of us? We all sell out a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. and... We're going to talk about all those gray areas <laughs> and maybe what it means to sell out as a musician versus an artist. Personally, I feel like I can pick out more musicians in my mind in pop culture that I would qualify as selling out. And but you like think artists, about it's it hard for me. Yeah. It's, I, like visual artists, it's harder for me. I feel the same way because I don't really know artists who sell out, but also obviously I don't know as many artists as you do, but musicians are like commercial success. Yeah, in the pop, mainstream, radio. This is mainstream. This isn't Mm -hmm. just radio. This is television. This is Mm -hmm. freaking cereal boxes like (laughs) Disney. Disney, oh, man. Takes over the whole world here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're continuing to take over the world with streaming and... Okay. All right, Not not trying to like... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to shit on Disney all episode. Be prepared. Um, I think we should define what it means to sell out. What is our definition of selling out, Roger? Um, does it mean to become commercial? Yeah. I would say so in a sense in terms of uh, slight capitalism and letting money dictate what you do. I mean, money is just, it's the, it's the impetus because it's the means of living. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if we didn't actually have I can't imagine that. I can't imagine do, a world yeah, without money. It's exactly. almost impossible. But it's literally like no one else in the world, or not no one else, but so few people ever, ever get to do exactly what they've always wanted to do as like their first job. The first thing that you do as your contribution to the economy, to the world around you, is exactly what you're meant to do. And... Yeah, it's a very tiny number of people. Those are prodigies. Mm-hmm. That's like the only thing I can think of. Someone who, when they're 12 years old, they're off playing with whoever else and whoever else being, you know, the real guys, the adults. Mm-hmm. With the clout. Yep. They got the clout and they get the clout early and then they can do it forever. But no, like the average person doesn't get to do that. Right. I mean, we have to work. And I'm not saying that Every other artist is average or anything like that. They're phenomenal. I mean, just to be an average person existing in the world, you have to make money. And Mm -hmm. to some extent, money does dictate what a lot of us do in several aspects of our life. I like to make the distinction between being an artist as like the metaphorical, like the one who creates the versus the artist as a contributor to the economy. Like the person who whose artwork, whose service actually provides and you pay taxes and that kind of thing versus the person, like the persona that you are, I guess, as an artist and the creator. Like, there's a part of it that's a profession. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if all artists necessarily wake up and are like, I'm contributing this to the world, you know? Most people don't. Yeah. So it's kind of like a step by step. One thing I really like about, I don't know, I guess my own practice is that sometimes you just want to learn this and realizing that 
in learning this, this is a step in the entire grand scheme of you as an artist. Like getting to do this one step. Will which, lead to other steps. Yeah, will lead to right. other steps. Or, so you're constantly moving forward. Mm-hmm, and you're creating in order to create basically forever. Like, But to if you're selling out, are you staying on that single step? But you're still being able you, – you, you're still creating forever. Maybe you're not creating something new. But no. you're not – are you moving forward in your creative desire? Or, uh, you know, that, that I, thing that eats you inside that makes you want to work in the first place. So I actually think no. I think once you've – by whatever – what definition we create of being a sellout – your work is no longer for you. It's for others. It's for people. And it sometimes, or sorry, oftentimes your work is for yourself and for people. Although you, you mm-hmm. mostly make it for yourself. But I mean, then, in a way you're making it for yourself because you're making money off of it. Yes, but at that point in time, the money surpasses the art. Right, because that has become the driving force. And sometimes you also, oh, I say sometimes a lot, <laughs> you also create... Uh, a different sometimes your mind changes sometimes you become someone else and i'm not you're not necessarily like you still are you obviously you're just you've changed with time and some part of you the part of you that was this black hole i mean maybe not a black hole because black holes are like you know sucking up all the shit in the Mm -hmm. universe but it's it's that hole it's that need to continue to progress and when it's filled with music or, or art, then it, it, you're never satisfied. And well, that thing then does it become away. filled with money when you sell out? You're like, I need more money, so I'm going to keep working. No, often it becomes filled with something else, not money. Sometimes it's fame. Sometimes oh. it's family. Oh. Sometimes it's a completely different hobby or passion mm-hmm. that just fills you up. There are some people who are like that. You're just a, a multifaceted person. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover's like, yo, motherfucker, I'm going to make a record. And then I'm going to make a TV show. Like, I know I, we were talking about yeah, Donald Glover. I know, all the time. We, all the, uh, he, I mean, I, he's my son. I idolize this guy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, there wasn't just the one thing eating away at him. But a desire to be a creator and artist mm-hmm. is there. And he is in the fortunate but well-deserved position of being able to do exactly what he's meant to do, which is multiple things, mm-hmm. and make a killing out of it. Yeah, but I don't. I wouldn't say he's selling out at all. No, he's not selling out, in my opinion. So who is selling out? So I can think of some very easy music examples. <laughs> Number one, Maroon 5, obviously. <laughs> Maroon 5 is... Like, the definition. <laughs> if you went to... Webster's fucking dictionary. <laughs> selling <laughs> out Maroon Five and Adam Maroon Five. Adam La Five. Yeah, I. They just uh, it's they had a sound and then they didn't need their sound. Now they can make money. Right. So, I mean, how would you describe it to somebody who maybe isn't a musician about how they sold out? Um. They started off as something that was new and unique and breathtakingly new. 
Mm-hmm. Like people dug it so hard that off of their first full length record, they could sell out stadiums. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe not, but that's the I don't know that they actually sold out stadiums. I just I think about they it sold like something. That. Yeah, they sold mm-hmm. something clearly. <laughs> and the next record, a little less of them is there, or it's a change, and it's not necessarily a bad change, but it's definitely easier to the ear. It's easier to everyone. And then the next one comes out. And then the next one comes out. And whatever special magical thing was in that first one is gone by album four. Which Right. It's it's that special. It's that oneness. It's that thing that takes your breath away when you listen to a song. Yeah, and if you listen to a recent album of theirs versus songs about Jane, it's it, you can hear the difference. Yeah, you can um, hear it so distinctly. Yeah. One way he sounds, like he still sounds like a singer, Adam Levine. He sounds like the same voice because it's such a unique voice. It is such a unique voice. But before, the music was too. Mm-hmm. And now... Mm-hmm. It's very, like, synthy. It's and... created for mass consumption. It's right. not created for art. Right. That, they did that. And they use it for other commercial successes. Adam Levine is now a... Post on that, yeah, right. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, he's it's still for music, but and he still makes songs. You know, he still it's makes still a too. whole it's diff- still a machine. It's still a whole part of his persona that maybe he never envisioned happening when he became a musician. Justin be on Timberlake, a TV, who like... I would not actually say is selling out, although his last record gives me questions. I haven't <laughs> super listened to it, but the 2020 experience is one of my top five favorite yeah, albums it was number one for me for a long ass time but he had a progression and whatever but he also had other interests he became an actor like yeah i mean he's been doing that for a while people can do Didn't that he start out as like a three musketeer or something he was in the like, mickey mouse club yeah that's what i'm thinking of that had a lot of stars today mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's kind of funny britney spears too ryan gosling yeah wow <laughs> lots of them <laughs> But that's Maroon Five is a good example. So I'm thinking of art. Um, yeah, what's, it's a, harder, what's it like for an artist? It's harder for me to think about an art artist is selling out because uh, I, I don't know. So seeing things repeated over and over and over again in museums for me kind of has this twinge of selling out because you're just creating the same work to be shown all over the world which is like so fine, by the same work but like for a act- long time do you actually the mean same work. the same like very very similar stuff what like you are look at it and you're like i know this artist are there differences so uh, yeah there's differences. Different painting, there's differences but it's the same, it's the same style or it's okay. the same um installation it's and their style. like a part of me is like that selling out but it's also not because it is so impactful and they're they have such clout and they're such famous artists but like and there's so important art history. But I'm thinking of one specific okay. example, the artist Damien Hirst, which mm-hmm. most people would know um, by he did a piece that I should know the name of because I went to art school and I paid a stupid <laughs> amount of money for it. And I'm going to find it. Um, <laughs> All right. This is a mandatory Google your Yeah, shit I'm just going to Google, Google this real quick. But so Damien Hirst is represented by um gagosian gallery larry gagosian is like a crazy crazy money-making gallerist mogul who has i think i want to say six or eight galleries across the united or across the world in really famous big cities like tokyo one in italy new york la the um, world shanghai yeah right so damien hurst he did a thing 
uh, where he, in this, in all of the Gagosian galleries, he had an installation of these colorful dots, right? Mm-hmm. They were like just dots. And like one of the only ways you could see it, I believe, was you, the people that wanted to go see it had to buy tickets to all of the galleries and you would fly and see all of them. So it's only rich ass motherfuckers so with some private ass planes who are going to be able to see this work. So what? I didn't know that was even. All right. So the shark, the shark thing. title, Damien Hurst, is called "The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Someone Living." It's just a shark and a bunch of formaldehyde in a glass case. Um, but the work is impactful as fuck. Right. Right. It also rotted the first time so they had to remake it fun so fact. you're saying that but it's just these dot paintings i'm showing roger a picture right now but it's just these colorful dot paintings that were all in the galleries across the world all at the same time okay and the only way to see it was to have been to every gallery like a scavenger right you hunt. like buy like a ticket this is like rich people scavenger this hunt. is literally point zero 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 five percent of the world also larry gagosian is just a monopolist insane like he and jeff coons were recently um on in a in a lawsuit where an art collector claims that he's been paying he's paid over 3.5 million dollars for a jeff coons sculpture and he hasn't seen it yet and it's been like four fucking years and they keep pushing back the production or whatever but it's like let's keep on our normal payment plan and really just scamming people out of a ton of money for a long time until like maybe it eventually happens or maybe somebody dies or you know (laughs) um Anyway, so I would classify that as kind of selling out because that's insane. Art is supposed to be for everybody. That is some like that should be your fancy prissy ass shit. I can't. It's so crazy. I can't get over it. (laughs) That should be your catchphrase. I'm thinking about it now. What art should be for everybody, or art is for everybody? I mean, it is right. I believe. I think it should be. So you're you're basically saying by making it only accessible to the upper class, that is the sellout point. That and like because he that's didn't the even, way to make commercial success. Like he as didn't an make the paintings, which I don't really have a problem with. Other people make like hire like outsourcing work. It's fine in some ways. Um, so he didn't make the paintings. The fact that you, I just the, that's crazy. Yeah, maybe that is selling out. I, that's the closest thing I can think of. But it's still impactful work. Right. It is impactful. At and least that was at some point. He's got clout because <laughs> he had like a the young – God, I'm like butchering all these art history <laughs> references that I have in the back of my mind. I want to say it's like young British artists from the early 90s, maybe late 80s when he was discovered and he was doing really interesting work and then he got a fuck ton of money and is now doing all this like kind of elitist crazy shit. Cool. Um, but super no. outsourcing his work, which mm. is fine. I keep saying, which is fine. But is in my fine. mind, I'm like... That I is, that's your, like, tell for, like, <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> no, but, no, I, I... Hey, I sometimes work part-time jobs to make other people's work. Um, like, as a studio assistant, which is great. This is, what, like, if you want to make money doing this profession that you chose for yourself as an artist, as an entrepreneur of the creative arts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wanted to say it like a prick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you have to figure out a way to make money. Yeah. And you could either, A, make money outside of your profession, which is not your ideal. You want to be basically just doing the thing that you should be doing. And so in order to make this money doing, in order to sustain yourself, 
you need to do work for others. Mm-hmm. And I can't think, just like I said, prodigies maybe, who do not do work for other people. Who? Like, and when you do, is that the sellout? Does it have to be major success? Does it have to be like commercial success, major commercial success to be considered a sellout? Or do you sell out a little bit every time like I play a wedding? So before we've had this conversation. Which by the way, I'm so grateful for (laughs) these gigs. Like this is not a knock at all and I love doing this shit. Like, but that's me. Not everyone feels that way. So before we had this conversation, I always used to describe myself as selling out for certain things that I've done in the past. Mm -hmm. Like uh, when I was in high school, I painted Jesus for a bunch of churches and sold that. And I got to a point where I was making really tiny, easy-ass paintings that I wasn't thinking about to be able to sell them because I knew they would sell. And so in my mind, I classified that as selling out, but I was doing it to be able to fund what I really wanted to do. And I never, like, felt guilty about it, but I always just hated doing it. It was so boring. Well, it was boring for you because it wasn't the directly fulfilling thing. Yeah, but I I did need the money, so I would make myself do it. When you need the money. Yeah. And most of the time, you need the money. So I also want to reiterate that I don't think it's wrong to sell out. It's definitely a path that you choose. And if you're happy doing it, more power to you. I've always thought about how punk music works because the whole idea is that you spit on, or not the whole idea, this is a concept, probably a very limited concept (laughs) within the construct of punk music. So did not intend that as an offense. But there was at some point a construct of you do punk, you do not look for commercial success. In fact, you are against the capitalism. You are fighting against that. And that was, and my understanding is you make a living how? What do you do again? Like that. What do you do again? <laughs> yeah. So, but doesn't mean I don't understand their drive. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I don't understand exactly why you want to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you are at a point where you and your work can never sell out, then it, like you may just never make money or you may never sustain yourself with But that doesn't mean they're not successful. It doesn't mean you're not successful. It doesn't mean you, in your heart of hearts, would not have done it any differently. I kind of think of that in the art world as uh, performance artists, because how do you sell that work? You're selling, um, selling a spot to an event. Maybe it's a ticket. Maybe it's free. You know, How are you actually supporting yourself? But it's something that you really... I mean, you'd get paid to, do. to go there. I'd yeah, you help. probably, yeah. But. Like, you still are You doing can't a recreate service. the work and sell it again. and No, unless it's taped. Unless, unless it's taped, but then there's. Then that's the product. And, like, that's also the same thing with video artists. It's like, even though it could be so serial and have so many copies, video artists will sell one CD to a museum. If they buy, or a collector, if they buy this video. and Or DVD, I guess. And that is the piece. Well, and it lives there, and sometimes there's never a copy, another copy made. So the reason you're like you're also describing exactly what a musician does, but there's a huge difference in that a performing artist does not have an inherently large audience or is right. not building audience. That's right. Not their it's definitely a smaller niche of artists. I feel like there's or it's a pretty, harder to build an audience. I think there's a pretty great um, community of performance performance artists in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been to events. 
I don't remember all of them, but I've been to performance art events. I'm usually, I, I don't understand most things. <laughs> I don't understand everything either. Yeah. But it's always interesting and I always like to yeah. observe. I like to experience things. Yeah, it, and it, it is an experience. When, thing, when something makes me feel differently, when I go to a place and, and have a new experience, then I've come away happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it's a purely negative experience, obviously, but something like that is, I don't know, a performance art, that's what you go there for, mm-hmm. for the experience. And hopefully they're getting paid for that service. Yeah. Can they hopefully. sell out? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've, well, once it becomes, maybe if it's blended with something else, like every time Beyonce does something, it's performance art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you can definitely broaden that, that scope on that. Although she is also a singer and performer, but like there is a performance art aspect mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, between the costumes and the choreography, all mm-hmm. of that, lighting, everything. So is that the only means to su- commercial success, be bay? Yeah, I think we should all just aspire to be Beyonce. I'm always trying to channel her. I'm trying to channel it. I want to channel her too. Yes. There's a lot of people I want to channel. Yeah. Oh, that brings me back to that one argument. Okay, I'm not definitely not doing that. What? The whole thing about music for musicians versus... Oh, Oh, I guess I could because when you make music for musicians, it's very difficult to have commercial success. I don't think there's as much a point of selling out because you're always doing it for the love of it because the people who are your audience are also doing it for the love of it. Mm-hmm. Is that? It's like a niche crowd. Yeah. Yeah, niche when market. When you have a niche market yeah. and you continue to make similar work, are you still are you selling out? Because your know. commercial success is apparent you have wealth and you have well is that uh, drive still changing and progressing yourself in your creative pursuits i'd imagine so then i would not necessarily qualify that as selling out so the only point where you are selling out is when it's no longer appealing to you this is a very subjective thing you're saying what if producing those same works for these super bougie audiences actually fulfills him too because the fame like i mean it's but then are we getting into people's like egos and the shallowness and so your class and all of these other factors feeding that little hole that was there once with ego instead Mm -hmm. oh god yeah it's just it's getting ripped with ego because money doesn't even matter everybody needs like a little bitty teardrop of ego in their life, mm-hmm. I think it's good and healthy. Yeah, if you don't have that, does then not need you don't to be move. a whole glass of no. of lemonade <laughs> of your own ego of ego lemonade. Ego lemonade. We should market that. <laughs> <laughs> we should get commercial a... success. Oh God, we're <laughs> selling out. <laughs> Make it yeah. some ego lemonade. Yeah, let's sell out with some of this shit. <laughs> We've needed a product. What do you do again? Ego lemonade. Ego lemonade. Ew. Actually, that doesn't roll off the tongue at all. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, I never want to hear that again. Like a slogan again. that's like, suck your own dick and drink this ego lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually really good. Oh, wait. That reminds and we can me. all think of a few people that would buy that shit. Yeah, Let's yeah. be real. No, that's true. 
I'm thinking about um, GoPuff, the app. Uh huh. Oh. How their motto is, um, "We don't judge, we deliver." I didn't know that. <laughs> or that's, that's like what they great. put there. I think it's hilarious because you can just order a bunch of junk food yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I've never used it. Actually, I did use it one time when I was stranded in Philly. I got a, sh- a metal shovel. Uh, post made it to me so I could dig my car out of a fucking iceberg. Oh, wow. You're kind of lucky on that one. Yeah, I should have gotten me some, like, Skittles at the same time. You probably could have. <laughs> so, what's funny is they're open until 4.20 oh. a.m. That is not a coincidence. Zero percent coincidence. <laughs> That's app a funny, funny little... <laughs> That's amazing. But I, I just, I love the quippiness of that. Mm-hmm. That has very little to do with selling out. I just, <laughs> that was it's funny It's really funny. It's a good way to market yourself. Yeah. And it's just like what you said reminded me of that. All right. So, so anyway, GoPuff, we're going to make If you some... heard that, we're stealing your marketing strategy. Yeah. Uh-huh. You better watch out. We're both semi-covering our mouths as we say it. Yeah. You're trying to be secretive to <laughs> nobody to else that's in here right now. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> we are low-key as hell, Roger. Well, I don't know. I'm less low-key than you. I mean, I can be pretty Adam from, what? What's his name? Adam Scott. Oh. Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt from yeah, Parks and Rec. From Parks and oh, Rec. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Like just that like little bit of type A. Uh-huh. Like it only it peaks out sometimes, but anyway, that's personality. Hey guys. Anyway, so <laughs> selling out. We're getting into type A personalities and all that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a personality type for the person who sells out? Probably not. Probably not. I would say it depends case to case. Oh, that wasn't a good segue at all. Nah. That's okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll deal. Anyway, I think we're just about done with this conversation anyway. Yeah, give us your thoughts. If you have any thoughts on selling out, if you completely disagree with us, please write us a strongly worded email. I want to read it. I want to have a true conversation about this because yeah. this is just both of our opinions. Yeah, this is just what I thought. And this and is just what, what I thought. thought too. And, you know, we went into it with like sort of vague definitions of selling out and it's been a good productive conversation, I would yeah. say. I think we're both sort of in this vein of we should probably sell out. Like, if summary, yeah. uh, I sell out sometimes, and I think it's worthwhile for the greater good. Right. I think it's worthwhile for yourself. For yourself to get, to get shit that you need mm-hmm. in life. <laughs> like money, like networks, like opportunity, All that. et cetera. Anyway. So don't forget to (laughs) rate and review us when this actually gets on iTunes Uh, one day. You know what? what? We're just going to put it on Facebook. No, this should just be a running joke. What, that we're never going to put it on iTunes? Yeah, we're just never going to put it on iTunes. Fuck the man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm going to keep telling you to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And And it's not going to be on on iTunes. iTunes. Until maybe, like, I don't know, six seasons and a movie. Oh, God. (laughs) Six seasons and a movie, yes. All right. Well, that's it. That's yeah. going to be a wrap from me. We'll catch you next time, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Woo! Hey! <laughs>